Build that drama. Maximum blockage. Build them that drama. Maximum blockage. G'day everyone and welcome back to another exciting episode of Maximum Blockage, Building That Drama. I'm Josh and I'm joined by Brett. As always, how's it going mate? Good mate, how are you? Good, thank you. We had reveals a day later because of the NRL Grand Final. Yeah, it was the best episode of the block I've ever seen on Sunday. A lot of action. Yes. <laughs> the judges didn't wind me up too much. No, actually the judges were still pretty bad. Yes. <laughs> Lots of bad calls. <laughs> But anyway, As usual, but that's it's what a you block get. podcast, not a rugby league podcast, so let's get on with it. I thought it was just whatever they show at that time slot on Channel 9, Yes, that day we'll block. talk about. <laughs> It'll be great. Uh, so we've got uh, basically a bit of politics, a bit of reveals, and a bit of threatening. threatening. Yeah, isn't that politics? <laughs> got them, stay down. Yeah, especially oh. if they're women, got them. Oh no. <laughs> so we start with Tess and Luke and they're behind again. They're laying a two-toned floor which I did not think was a good idea. Uh, I thought it was fine. I'm looking at it going, well at least it's bringing some, because all the walls and whatever were pretty much the same colour. Yeah. So that, I guess they had to bring some colour somewhere. Yep. So then we're going to get into the main portion of the pre-reveals which was Mitch and Mark. They want to put in a spa, maybe. They need a body court meet meeting to get the pool in. I don't understand why, though. Yeah, I don't know. Like we said the last time, they needed a body court meeting to build something. I'm like, what are you talking about? None of this affects the other couples. Yeah, so... I thought previous years you needed body corps if it affected the other people. Well, haven't they already gone through the body court to get this approved? But that was just for the terraces, I thought. Well, then what was the point of asking everyone if they wanted to lock in a terrace or not? And then you have to ask for a pool as well. Well, you're right. During that meeting, they did say that they were thinking about putting in a pool. And then everyone's like, yeah, we are too. And then they're like, oh, now that we can't afford it, we're not thinking about it. So now we get to choose if you put one in or not. Yeah. Makes sense. Which is why they should have been allowed to choose if Mitch and Mark were allowed to put a bed in their bedroom. Everything should have to go to Body Corp or well, nothing. If you're changing, if yeah. you're making changes. Exactly. <laughs> so we need three votes to win. The, uh, or get approval yep. for what they want. Three votes. Now, Elise, they talked to her first, and she made a point that I didn't really understand. She said that they won 5K with the buyer's advocate. So either we're wrong or she's wrong, because she's I wrong. thought it was 10K. She's wrong. Okay. And then she cries. Yeah, and also she's wrong. Is so. that why she's crying? Or she just... Yeah, no, it was super weird. They're like, hey, Elise, we're thinking of putting in a pool. And she goes, <laughs> and it's like... What? <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about why she started crying in a little bit. but Oh, anyway. there's a reason. Oh, apparently. Oh, okay. Um, First time for everything. Well, it sort of leads into this. They recap the previous drama. Now, I know that a lot of people only watch the block on a Sunday, so they try to recap to keep them up to speed with what happened and blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. But they've recapped the previous, um, what do you call them? The like meeting. week. Oh, the, the body corp where body corp. Elise extorted Andy and Deb. Yep. Then they've recapped the Jesse, Mel and Mitch and Mark drama. Yep. So apparently the reason that Elise was crying was because she's like, I don't want to look like the bad guy on TV. It's like, well, don't be the bad guy. Yeah, but like I was saying to you when we talked about this, is it the bad guy is the guy who is in the front doing all the work or is the real bad guy the guy behind pulling all the strings? Like, when Batman comes in, 
he's like, oh, the Joker's thugs. I'm going to stop the Joker's thugs. Or is he like, I'm going to stop the Joker, plus he has those thugs. Who's the real bad guy? Society. Yeah, okay, got him. <laughs> Stay down, society. You've been told. Um, yeah, so I didn't... I, I, I'm fine with the recap previous to the room reveals. She does know it's this show's recorded too, right? Yeah, I know. So she'll look like the bad guy if she convinces someone else to vote? No. Yeah. Well, they go to Luke and Tess, and Luke seems fine with it. He's like, yep, they've helped us out in the past, so we're willing to go with it. Absolutely. They go to Jesse and Mel, and Jesse's just like, yeah, I'm voting no. Like, Yeah. I, I, I don't have a short-term memory loss like the rest of you yeah, fools. No, they, yeah, he's like, look, we just had a falling out a week ago. Yeah. Now they're coming to us asking for stuff? Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> then we went to Andy and Deb, and Andy's like, oh, he was good to us. They sort of fought for us when we wanted the terrace put in. Yeah. So it's a yes. Yep. So then we cut back to Elise, and this is what you were alluding to. She doesn't want to be the villain, so she tries to get Andy and Deb to do it. So yeah. she's like, you vote no so that I don't have to be the villain. Exactly. Just, you know, that way she's not the villain. Like, Al Capone wasn't the villain. You know? Just like Charles Manson isn't the villain. John Wayne Gacy. Yep, exactly. Ted Bundy. You'd be the guy behind the scenes. <laughs> no, those guys actually did the... I know, but it's... Uh, okay, whatever. you're you... just saying names now. Yeah. I'm just Billy Ray my... Cyrus. <laughs> my true crime. His true crime was breaking my achy, breaky heart. Absolutely. Um, so then their body corp actually happens. Yep. And Tess and Luke are like, oh, can we see a height of it? Absolutely. Because it might have struck down view. Their scruples run away so fast. I didn't understand this because on the plan, it's like in the corner that's furthest away from Tess and Luke's. Well, have Tess and Luke seen the plan? Did they bring a plan in? Well, remember how they were, Mark was like, he explained it thoroughly so that everyone had a full <laughs> understanding. So then they had no excuses. And then they came up with excuses. Yeah. Well... Is it? Are we calling it a pool or a spa? Because it's two meters by two meters. Well, uh, technically, it's a plunge pool that's the size of a spa. But is that not? Well, I guess it won't have jets. Okay. It won't have Benny and the jets, so I, it's not a spa. But I thought that a plunge pool was deeper than it is lengthwise. You I know guess what it, I mean? it's just for sitting in. in. But okay, whatever. Yeah, I have no idea, mate. Come on. <laughs> yes, and you Either don't know way. about the pool. Either way, couples that said they were going to say yes have come up with a big maybe. Except Jesse and Mel are like, yeah, we're still a no. Jesse and Mel are the only ones who stuck to their guns and went, nah. Matt and Elise and Andy and Deb are like, oh, can we call the real estate? Yeah, they both said maybe because I've got to ring the real estate. My big Which issue is with that is... stupid. Well, Elise had the time to ring Andy and Deb to try to force them into saying no for them. Yep. So how did she not have time to call the also, real estate? Also, I know what the real estate's going to say. Uh, say no, and also if you get a chance, burn their apartment down. See, see if you can get money out of them to put this pool in. Abs oh, now you're talking. Absolutely, because you guys didn't play a gnome, so you owe us money. <laughs> yeah, so basically it's, it's a very big beat up in the sense that we're not going to find out till tonight what happens. Yeah, well, at least they're doing the thing like I keep complaining. They beat up all this drama, then it goes nowhere. At least they're really making this a multi-episode arc. Yeah. Uh, and it's still going to go nowhere. So they're Game <laughs> of Thrones in season one, in it? Yep. <laughs> so then uh, we sort of cut... Oh, well, at the end of the meeting, Mark threatens to play hard if, they don't, if the other couples don't say yes. And everyone's sort of like, is he... Is he talking to us or yeah. Mitch? 
Yes. <laughs> because they're like, you know, that seems... You want something from us, so it seems like a bit of a uh, terrible move to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, wait till they say no, then say the line. Yeah. And then, like, roll your fingers. Yeah, and while you're trying tackle. to sweet talk somebody, don't go, oh, well, I'm going to smash ya. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> so then they went to Tess and Luke, and they joke about not finishing. Yep. And then Mitch agrees. He's like, yeah, you yeah, uh, yeah. Tess makes a joke about not finishing that we're not even going to get to auction anyway. And then everybody laughs, including Mitch and Mark. And then she's like upset that people laughed at her jokes. Yeah, it's like me when I'm doing my stand-up routine and then people laugh at my jokes and I'm like, no, you're not meant to laugh at my jokes. <laughs> you're not getting it. It's meta. <laughs> no, I guess Tess not used to people laughing at her jokes. Yes, got so. it. <laughs> or her terrible skits. Yeah. So no one laughs at my jokes before. They must be laughing at me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's basically where that all ends. Yeah. Then we go to Andy and he jumps on the tools to help his boys out because they're running a bit behind. Yeah, because our scaffold came down like 20 minutes ago or whatever. Yeah. Was it him that said that like they had four days to do it and he did it in like a day and a half? Yeah, something like that. So that was pretty crazy. Yeah, because the rain slowed them down as well. Yeah. This time it wasn't Keith for a change. Normally Keith's the one hindering everyone. <laughs> and then Jason jumps in to help Luke and Tess finish theirs off. Yep. So that I think that's just Mitch and Mark trying to butter them up for a yes. Yeah. The thing that I don't understand is... So in future or past uh, episode or series people never finish really before the buzzer yeah you know what I mean it's always tools down and they're all frantic yeah the last two rooms they finished like on Saturday night had a little bit to do Sunday morning yeah and well this room is tiny yet they've got no money if you know what I mean like this courtyard's tiny yeah so they're paying they must be overpaying trades yeah because they've got all the trades in there, smashing this room out three days early. Like, what are you doing? Well, especially this week where they had, like, two public holidays. Yeah. And then scaffolding the way most of it. Yeah. So I, everybody's finished early. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Conspiracy I, theories. Yeah, I also don't know. This room, if this room cost any couples more than a couple of grand in trades, I'm ropeable. That's just ridiculous. Because there's just not that much trade work in there. Dave Franklin. Oh, except for, yeah, all right. You need that stand-up guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was funny to see Matt and Elise doing a little, like, they're worried about getting screwed by the gnome again. Like, oh, even yes. before the judging. It's like, what if the gnome comes and gets us again? It's like, calm down, guys. You're not even in the running this week, all right? Yeah, it's not like the uh, in the fine print, the gnome yeah. uh, can only be played on a week that yeah. Matt and Elise are going to win. Plus one point against Matt and Elise. <laughs> <laughs> But that's how they act, like, every week. Is the gnome going to get us? No, it's your terrible room. Yes. Got him. Yep. So now we're on to some judging. Just before we get onto it, we apologise. Oh, I'm so excited. Well, last week we never did the predictions because we recorded two in a row and we were yeah, but so excitable. It's a good thing we didn't because I was miles off. <laughs> who, who were your predictions? Andy and Deb. And who was mine? Uh, I can't say. Okay, we'll save that for a little surprise. Uh, Luke and Tess, I think, is what I remember. <laughs> so we go to the judging. We're in Mitch and Mark's. Yep. My personal thoughts was that it was like concrete looking and you might as well just stay in the city. My personal thought was I hate that sign. I didn't mind it. I hated it. I didn't mind it. Yeah, you wouldn't. <laughs> um, so basically they had a low maintenance garden, which means no plants pretty much. 
Yeah. They'd like succulents and cactuses or cacti. Cacti. Um, and then the judges liked the barbecue, which was my worst feature. Yep. I really hated the tiles on that. Oh, yeah. From the inside. Oh, yeah. Joshy's white tiles are back. And they Nom, 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 nom. You love those white tiles. Yeah, no, I hate them. They look uneven. Yes. They and just look bad. And, I, yeah, I don't like them either. And they're outside now. Yeah. Where it rains all the time. Well, the thing is, I, I was watching a video and Shayna was sort of saying that she wanted it to be basically a transformer in the sense that she could do yoga out there, have tea, socialise, um, you know, party, I guess. And it's just like... This, it's not big enough no. for a social... Like, you look at the size of it, you could fit maybe 10 people out there comfortably. Yeah. Like, other than that, barely even that. So, just like a just bit of foreshadowing, around. you'd say an eight-seater... <laughs> table is well, plenty enough. Mitch and Mark had an eight-seater table, and that took up like half of the area. And they didn't get pinged. Well, eight seaters enough for Mitch and Mark, apparently. Yeah. But we'll get to that later. But also, yeah, like the kind of things they say they want to do out there, like relax and read a book or whatever. But there's, I don't know, there's everyone had some bench seating for that. Yeah. But they pinged some people on like the hard edges of the bench seating. And other people, it was fine. Like, I don't know if you noticed those white tiles. The edges of those were bloody sharp. Yeah. But other people's wooden benches had sharp edges, and that's a no. And you're like, what are you guys talking about? The difference seemed to be, I have a bench seat with a, a cushion on it, or I don't have a cushion on my bench seat. Well, it's not the even that. super luxe. It was who installed it, because Elise and Matt, theirs was fine, and I don't think they had a cushion on it. But it's because Dave Franklin, the Lord and Saviour of Gardens, who hasn't <laughs> won one in like three years, yeah, uh, installed it. Well, that's a personal thought. Yeah, so he installs the comfier wood. I yes. guess maybe um, pine instead of maybe hardwood. some other couples use it hardwood. Yeah, yeah. a bit then, of iron bar. Then we'll go to Tess and Luke. So the judges are telling them to scale back, and then they chip them for not having stuff. Like yeah, barbecue. They did get chipped for not having that barbecue, though. So but I guess Tess doesn't have to kiss any toes or whatever. Yeah, so <laughs> half her luck. Um, I, thought I, that they, I thought that they should have just had a little barbecue in there. But yep. I said that previously. But um, like I said, it's the kind of thing you can add so easily. Like the judges are pinging all these things that are easily added. Not looking at like the bones of the place. Like things like the tiles on the floor and the like cladding... And the, like the spiral staircase looks good, and all the judges say they like the spiral staircase. Yeah, but they didn't get any points for it. Well, here comes the first of many. Oh, Shana, your opinions are contradictory. <laughs> so last week in living and dining, they were like, "Oh, this table's not big enough. They need to have it outside. You know, have a table outside so that you can entertain out there." Yeah. So they put an eight-seater outside. Eight-seater. And then Shane is like, this is too big. It takes up too much room. And it's like, well, you wanted a big table. Yeah. Well, also, she wanted a bigger table at Luke and Test. So she wanted a 10-seater, though. Oh, was that what she was crapping on? It must have been someone else. Sorry, I must have my notes confused. Ah, uh, yeah. So she wanted... Like, it just makes no sense. How, how big of a table do you well, want? Well, some tables were too big. Some were too small. The and Goldilocks some were just effect. right. But the one that was just right was a four-seater. So, yeah. I don't understand. They should yeah, have complimented crazy, another but one. But like, anyway. the way they're talking about these courtyards, it's like they're not like a two-by-four cell. Yeah. Like, they're so small. 
Yeah, they, it's almost like they're like, oh, look at all this height, but so that should account for yeah. floor space. I know, like, they're really adding no? the height to the floor space. It's very weird. They're tiny little, like, if you had on this block a bedroom that big, they'd be like, this is too small, you can't have that. Yeah. Like, it can't be lived in at all. Um, so then we go to Andy and Deb. Yep. And basically they're like, they need a couch, they need a dining area. And it's like, well, these are things that you can just add later Absolutely. with very minimal ease. Yeah, and you don't want to put an outdoor couch out there. And then someone's like, oh, I don't want a couch in this space. Yeah. Because they did the fake grass, and a lot of people said it looked fake. Too fake, fake grass? Yeah. So I, I guess they went for the cheaper fake grass? Well, I thought it looked fine, and I think that they should have been complimented on doing that because... Like they said, kids, pets, yeah. you know, you can do yoga out there. Absolutely. They're the only ones that have got that space that you Everybody can actually do Everybody else's is, is just a tile floor. So it's not different from the living kitchen area. Yeah. It's tiles, then to tiles. And the only difference is you don't have a roof. Yeah. That's the only difference. Uh, it doesn't feel different. Like, they've all got skylights. So you're getting natural light in your living room and kitchen and whatever. So yeah. what's the difference between this area, except for when it rains, and the inside, if it's all just tiles? Yeah. Uh, my thing is, are they going to whinge about the budget for the next five weeks? Because they every absolutely room are. that they went to, every the people room. who don't have the money, they're yeah. like, oh, they should have put this in, they should have put that in. And it's like, you are the idiots that got into their head to say, oh, you got to make it all luxe so it's good for us. Yeah. And now they've got no money. Yeah. But also, the things they're picking aren't the rooms. It's the knickknacks in the bloody rooms that they yeah. keep picking. Not like, oh plants and the bench seat and the fake grass we hate no it's oh there's not a couch and there's not a twenty thousand dollar barbecue they they and need not to sack the judges and get one interior designer one like tradesman builder yeah, type absolutely. and then one real estate agent or yeah you know something like that because nobody's there picking the finishes yeah like these tiles are laid well or i guess when they want to it's like Oh, the corners on Jesse's floor aren't great, even though he could cover that easily. If there's nothing to the complain time, about, yeah. that's when they go, oh, well, let's pick but the finishes. the amount of times they're like, oh, this is terrible. Like, when the other couples come through later and go, wow, who did these tiles? They're really bad. And the judge is like, I love this room. And you're yeah. like, oh, God. It's crazy. And the fact that it doesn't come off of the scores is very yeah, frustrating. insane. So then we go into Lisa and Matt's, and they reckon that they should rotate the room 90 degrees... Um, so you can see the garden from the kitchen. Yeah. Instead of the That's blank wall or whatever. Yeah. Uh, they said that it's not functional because of how much garden bed they've got, but they've got the best landscaper in all of the world, period, ever. So Landscaper slash stand-up comedian. Cle clearly he's not that good. Bob Franklin. <laughs> Isn't it Dave? I don't know his name. Come on. So he's clearly not that good. He hasn't won in the last three years. Yep. Well... They the notes I got is somebody said it's... Un I think Shana said it's uncluttered. And then I think Neil was like... Said that the chairs are uncomfortable. Yeah. And then... But it had the perfect size table. So how are the chairs bad but the table's great, I guess? I don't know. Also, what are your thoughts on they the bamboo? I hate that. I hate it. Anyone that's got golden canes in their yard... Bamboo's a lot like golden canes where it doesn't just grow up. It yeah. doesn't grow in straight shoots up. It grows out as well. And it's in that tiny little planter in the corner. It's going to bust out of that. And we're back from another episode of Bredo's Backyard. Bredo's Backyard. <laughs> ah, cut it back. I hate it. <laughs> Less plants. 
Uh, yeah, so... No, in a courtyard like that, I hate to say it, but Mitch and Mark got it right with the succulents. Like, there's just not room for these kind of things. Like, bamboo can grow, like, 20 metres tall. Yeah, you just Where want... Where the hell is that going to go? Well, you just want something that can crawl up the wall and, yeah. you know, just... Oh, yeah. Like, like what they did with Luke the Rio. was great, yeah. Yeah. That's what you want, those type of plants. And then Absolutely. if you're going for eye level, it's succulents that Personally, don't use much water. I would have just done, like, one or two passion fruit vines. Dunzo, you got some flowers, you got some fruit. Beautiful. Nothing beats a passion fruit cheesecake. Absolutely. <coughs> Super luxe. Yeah. So then we go to Jesse and Mel, and we're back with another. Oh, Shana, your opinions are contradictory. <laughs> so now Shana is uh, praising Jesse and Mel for putting their feature wall on the opposite wall. Yes. So that you don't see it all the time because yep. it's too much. Yep. But it would be too much to see it from the kitchen. You'd be in the kitchen and it'd be in your peripherals vision and you go, oh my God, what's that? Oh, it's just a tile wall. Oh man. Oh, if only that was on the other wall and I could never see it. Yep. Yeah. Um, no. So clearly tiles beat wallpaper though. Yes. Because they love the tiles. They do. Um, as far as the barbecue is concerned, they bought one that shut flat so you could look over it, but they didn't put it in a position where you need to look over it so they could have put you the hood on you can see more of that wall the cladding Josh put the hood on so you can roast things absolutely roasted food's the best yep Josh loves a big hood on his yep now, also his barbecue <laughs> now as a bit of a conspiracy theory yep I think that Jesse's cheating again really well his table is basically the same as my table he's got the same bar fridge oh wow I've got a barbecue in mine yep Jesus oh, cheat god date. damn it uh, why are you putting pictures of your stuff on in b- magazines? Yeah. St. Ki- Kilda Style Magazine. Or well, I think called. he must be stalking me on Facebook. Eclecticism Monthly? What's the name yeah. of the magazine? <laughs> <laughs> but as you know, I'm not very stylish at all. So if you copy in my style, you must have little to none. Yeah, apparently. But anyway, yeah, it's fair enough. What do you mean? you got paint all over your pants. That's stylish. Yes, thank you. Yep. They're my happy pants. Um, <laughs> so not paint. <laughs> so then we got Darren complaining about no speaker or heater. Yep. Yeah, he doesn't notice until Shana points it out to him. And then he's like, ooh, that's going to have to come into my scoring. Yep. Um, do you have anything else on the roof before barely. I get into scoring? Well, yeah. Uh, I didn't like the lights that uh, Jesse and Mel used, though, either. Those uh, ones on the wall? I would have liked to have seen it at night to see what they were sort of talking about if it does throw it yeah, really I well guess. or not. But I, don't, I don't know. Not a fan. Um, what, Shana said, expensive and glamorous courtyard. And then, yeah, she went on about the no heater and no speakers. Yeah. Which is crazy because um, Luke and Tess, you know, got that big-ass heater right above the table. Only seats eight, though. And, I don't know, doesn't... It seemed like it was well set up for entertaining. Yeah. Like, that was the one you'd be entertaining in. And who cares that they don't have a barbecue? Because, like, the kitchen's right there. If you're going to worry about a barbecue, put it on the terrace upstairs, which is further away from the kitchen. Yeah. I just... I don't know. Some of the things they complained about were just silly to me. For me, though, with the heater, you can just get those stand-up ones that you can wheel around. Absolutely. I think that works better. Yeah. you A heater is just like a barbecue. If you don't have one, it's easy to get a portable one. Yeah. And then with the speaker, before... When we moved into the house, I was going to put a Bluetooth speaker in the outside area. Yep. In the roof. Yep. And I ended up buying a UE Boom, and I'm so much happier with that. Absolutely. They are great. 
I'd much yeah. rather just be able to cruise around with a little speaker. Fairly cheap. And you then can just loud. put it anywhere. Yeah. These, with the UE booms, you can connect them. So if you've got more than one, it, yep. you know, if you're having a party yeah, or whatever. Yeah, you can link them all together. Yeah. So Absolutely. Yeah. And you can put them anywhere, take them anywhere, do anything with them. These are just Like, there's no criticisms. need for half of these inbuilt things. Yeah. Like, you can get perfectly serviceable portable ones now. Yeah. And, yeah. like, if you've got a portable one, if they're low on cash, you can take it downstairs. Absolutely. Take it upstairs. Yeah. When you're having a party, you take your portable heater upstairs. They've got a lift. The terrace. It's not like yeah. it's, it's not like you got to carry then, it upstairs or anything. When you're not using your terrace for like a month straight because you're not having a party and you can't be bothered going up there just for your morning coffee, you have it downstairs. Yeah. Instead of owning 15 heaters that are just sitting out in the elements rusting. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's crazy. And when those speakers blow that are inbuilt, you've got to pay someone to come and mess around with yeah, it. Yeah, reinstall when a new you one. Or boom, whoo, off it goes and get a freshen. Straight Although, out of the box. I've dropped mine in water and it's still going. So. Oh, look, I'm saying they last <laughs> a long, long time, but, you know, inbuilt is always harder to deal with. Like should a goddamn coffee maker. That's Why it. do they do those? So should we get into some scores? All right, let's go see how badly these judges messed up this week, Josh. So the winners were Jesse and Mel with 29 and a half. So, Darren only took half a point off for not having a speaker or a heater. Yep. But we both agree that those aren't actually problems. No, I know. But, you know, he's like, I've got to take points off of that. I, I think that the scoring system's completely flawed. So. Absolutely. Like, 210. Like, I like Jesse and Mel's courtyard. It was my it's favourite. Not, so yeah, it's I'm my favourite out of all of them. It's not 10s. No. Mitch and Mark's Darren giving them a 10. That thing's not a 10. No, definitely not. Like, I, these, they're just. Oh, unbelievable. Uh, yeah, so Mitch and Mark came second with 29. Yep. So I got a 10 and two nine and a halves. Yep. Uh, tied for third is Matt and Elise and Andy and Deb. Yep. Now, for me, I think that this is another scoring where it's terrible because... Yeah, eights, nine and eight and a halves, nines, yeah. like... I think that one of them must yeah. be an eight. But anyway, the thing is, like, Matt and Elise's wasn't better than Andy and Deb's. And they only got absolutely they only not. tied because of Dave Franklin. Yeah, Andy and Debs was better than Matt and Elise's. Yes, hands down. Hands down. Even yeah. judging by what the judges said, but we'll find in a minute that that doesn't mean anything. And then you got Tess and Luke's, which was twenty-four and a half. Which yeah. I don't think deserved to be last. Absolutely not. But you know that's well, the way. That even the if they it. were last. I think theirs was nicer than. I don't think it was a, a point Matt and, and a half difference. Yes, it's not that. Much if, if worse the than anyone scores else's. are what they are, yeah, I don't see how how yeah, they no. range this so differently. Absolutely, like it's not five points worse well, than Jesse and Bell. I don't know. I think Andy and Deb's score is where it should be, but Mitch and Mark's score should be lower. Jesse and Mel's score should be lower. Like two tens, crazy. It should be nine point five max across the board. But Andy and Deb got two nines and an eight. I don't uh, think that no was one of those has to be wrong, doesn't it? Well, they got twenty six. Oh, nine, okay. nine, eighteen plus eight—that's twenty-six. Yeah. So I think that they should have been at about sevens. Jesse and Mel should have got eights. Yep. And Mitch and Mark—I don't know if they thought it was that good. I guess they can get eights as well. But well, I was—I don't think I was that they're perfect. Jesse tense. and Mel should be like nines. Yeah. Well, it was and Mitch and good. Mark should be like nines and eights and a halves. Yeah, but the ten so is just being so, used just so used fast and loose. Overused. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway. All right, now we're going to play some grabs from the show and just dissect them a bit and just to illustrate some of the points we've been making. 
It's not about coming last. It's the fact that the comments never ever correspond with the scores ever. Yeah, that. I. It's like we've just been saying. Tess and Luke didn't get bad feedback, but then they got the worst scores by far. Well, here's just another bit of feedback that they were getting. It has such a beautiful architectural feel out here. I love this spiral staircase. So, like, there's nothing really bad in that. Yeah, that was the grab they got from Neil when they're writing down the score. And then they get, what did they get? Uh, seven and a half? Yeah, seven and a half and eight and a half. We got an eight yeah. from Neil. All right, yeah. So, which, in normal scoring, you're like, eight, that's good. But the way they do the scoring, like an eight, like an uh, unfinished room is a seven. Yeah. And all he had to say about the room was nice things. The only negative thing they got was the table was too small. Because Shana wanted a 10-seater instead of an 8-seater. Which should, by rights, only be half a point. Yeah. Based on what Jesse and Mel happened. No, absolutely. And if you were having a big dinner party with more than 8 people, you'd get a second table in just for that night. Or you'd bring the table from inside. Well, you can't with those guys. Yeah, well, you could unbolt it, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Then we got a bit of Mitch and Mark. I would love a win. Because... Mm. What better way of sort of just saying go f- yourselves than winning? Yeah, he's so spiteful. Yeah, well, I don't even understand that comment really. If you know what I mean, like yeah, why has he turned on a dime to hate these people all well, of a sudden? Has he really? He's already always been a bit narky with some of them. Yeah, but so I don't know. Like it, it just seems overly competitive. Like yeah, couldn't but you just be like, oh, we just really want to win? Says They're probably excited because they've won something, but they didn't win the buyer vote. I think they realised this week that House One is actually more appealing to buyers. So this is them talking about Jesse and Mel, I believe. Yeah, because like after Jesse and Mel win, they're super bitter. Yeah, because they barely lost, but I don't think they deserve to barely lose. Like that, well, they didn't deserve such high scores. But then also, like they barely won the buyers advocate. Yeah. By and half a point. Yeah. And, and most of it was like, oh, this is great because I can like rent out the top floor yeah. to help pay off this mortgage. Everybody was like, this is the best house because I can rent out the top floor. That yeah. was it. It wasn't the fact Not that for living they could in. use it as a, f- yeah. as a family house. No. Yeah. So half the people in the buyer's advocate were people who can't afford the house. Yeah. Like, so. did most did these hundred and something people there have $4 million? Probably not. Yeah. So they're all people going, oh, if I had to have this house... At least I can get some income by renting out the top. Oh, it was great. And so, then it's so weird that those are the people they got there. Yeah, I don't know. Also, we didn't get to hear enough of those comments. But, yeah, so, I don't know. Mitch and Mark had just been super narky. Like, oh, you won the room. Now rooms don't matter because we won the buyer's advocate. And, yeah. oh, but if we'd won, you could stick it up here because you're not letting us have a pool or whatever. Yeah. Well, maybe they could win some payoff money to give it to Elise, and then she'd say yes if they yeah. had a one. Well, she'd cry first. <laughs> oh, are you giving me money? Oh, I don't. I, I don't, don't need want you it. To do that, but, but you better give it. it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say yes without it. Uh, but I don't need it. And then we go to our favourite. They are doing studios, the biggest single room so far. And everyone's doing something different. Bikram yoga room, plastic surgery, a Kmart. It's that big. Yeah, good one, Andy. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, so Studio Apartments coming up. And I finally remember, because we just heard it in that clip, that they're called Studio Apartments. And Every week I forget what it's called. It's but surprising that Kmart's getting such a plug. Everyone seems to love it. But yeah. 
they're not sponsors. But yeah, so it's the biggest room yet. So this is going to be the one that breaks everyone's budget. Yeah. Except for Mitch and Mark because they're not actually doing a studio apartment. Yeah, that's their But for some reason you have to do a study. Oh, no, theirs is their ensuite walk-in robe. It's a walk-in robe and ensuite. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so they're not doing a studio apartment. But if you're thinking about... See, that's the weird thing about these people too. They got the buyer's advocates through before it's finished. They're doing studio apartments that you can rent out. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. But anyway. But nobody knows that. Well, so, I reckon Jesse would have told him that there was a studio apartment. And so, apartment, yeah, Mitch so. and Mark are doing like a studio apartment upstairs, but not really, because there's no bedroom. Yeah. And everyone else is going to have an actual studio apartment for renting out, like, that you could actually rent out, because it's detached by a hallway. Yeah. And, like, fully separate from the house. So, the buyer's advocates mean nothing? <laughs> Pretty much. But yeah. But anyway. But this will be... Now, this will be a cracker of a week. Yeah. Like, this should be building heavy... Everybody has to be on the tools this week, hopefully. hopefully. None of this waiting on goddamn Keithy. I wonder if Keithy's put the bloody roof on yet. Probably not, knowing Keith. Yeah, I bet he hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, anything else on the app or should we bring it home? No, I think that'll do it. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening and telling your friends about it. It's always helpful. Absolutely. Uh, if you want to email us, it's maximumblockage at outlook.com. Yeah, another email would be nice. Or if you want to follow us on Facebook, you can get us at maximumblockage.com. Facebook, building yep. that drama, something yep. like that. Oh, we're on Twitter too, at Maximum Blockage. Tweet yep. away. I um, tweet all the episodes and I say some mean things on Yeah, Bretto's the, the man Twitter. on the Twitter because yeah. I, I don't have any idea every, how to operate well, it. Well, I was going to say every time the block does something silly, I try and tweet something at him, but I don't have that much time. <laughs> so, all right. yep, keeping thank, it real. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Shannon Blaze, what is important about a courtyard? What is important about a courtyard is a sense of space, luxury, and how it connects with the inside of the home. Okay, so not just necessarily being outdoors in an ambient environment like this we have behind us. Well, especially when it doesn't say danger in construction site. That'd yeah. be great. No, no probably... this isn't ambient. No. No. We probably want something a bit nicer than this, a bit just more lush. Just a little bit. Yeah. Gorgeous. And somewhere to relax, somewhere where you can have a cup of tea, a drink, socialise and feel like a queen.